0: So as we all know at this point, Trump is running on nothing. Uh, maybe we don't all know that, but I'll just break it down real quick. So he has promised. Oh, let's get the shit out of me. Okay. Um,
1: It's Trump. He's coming after me. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Trump is here. He's in my house. Ugh. Say that shit. What? Wait, what? Cheers. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Amateur Intellectuals. My name is Kendall, and I'm here with my co-host, Caitlin. Hello. Hey, girl. Caitlin, Caitlin, have you voted?
1: Yes, I have. I knew that. I voted early. Have you voted?
0: (laughs) I I have. I have. I have voted three times Twice illegally, (laughs) but it's not true. I just love to make that joke because it makes people so nervous. I know. Um, I do have all my stickers, like, stockaded. So it looks like that. So I'll, like, take pics and, like, put them on Snapchat. Like, just voted for the sixth time today. (laughs) (laughs) People are touchy about
1: that.
0: (laughs) They really hate that, but it's so fun. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. If you haven't already guessed, today we are going to be talking about election 2020. But the goal here is to make it a... Ugh, we've got a lot of goals. Um, like for the moon. <laughs> we might not get there, but we're aiming. <laughs> right. It's going to be fun. Hopefully you're going to learn some things. There's going to be some bitching and some moaning from myself, but... <laughs> It won't be the whole episode because I do fundamentally believe in just one week. Um, wait, this comes out on. Is it the first? Ooh, good question. Let me look. Sunday night. The
1: I think it does. You're right. The first. So two when this drops, it'll be two days before the
0: election. Oh, my God. It'll be the heat. We'll be in the heat of it. The, the so stick here we it. are. Imagine. One week from today, we are two days away from the election. I don't. I can't, I can't even think about it, honestly. I mm-hmm.
1: That's
0: gonna. That's gonna be a lot of booze. But <laughs> either celebratory
1: uh, or cons. What is it? Consol. <laughs> what is it? What am I trying to say? Consolid. De- c-
0: con. That. Sad. Very that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Like it was that that one time before, that time that should not be spoken of. Yeah. That one time. Okay, so that wasn't my actual question because I did know that you had voted. Mm-hmm. But this one is also kind of putting you on the spot. So I'm going to like lay it here and like just like your gut initial first reaction. Okay. And then like in in the amount of time that we talk about this, if something else comes up or if there's another point you want to add, let's circle back at the end.
1: I love that. Okay.
0: So what for you... What part has been, and you can um, take the freedom to go any direction with this, the most surprising, the worst, maybe even the best. What is your takeaway from these last four years?
1: Okay. All my instincts want to make jokes. All my instincts want to make jokes. No.
0: No. Make
1: a joke. Okay. No.
0: Intellectual.
1: (laughs) I'm going to try. Aim for the moon. So, The thing that I learned that I didn't learn, that I didn't know before, was that we, any government is a castle built on sand. And what I mean by that is just, it's very easily toppleable. It's very easily chaotic and broken or you know, upended or however you want to believe, whether you're a Trump supporter, which are a lot of people that I love and people who are not a Trump supporter, which I am not, um, whether you are a supporter of him or not, you have to agree. This has been unlike anything that the United (laughs) States has ever seen by far. This isn't like, oh, it was an evolution or deviation. This was like off-roading into the tundra I don't remember where the road is. So Mm -hmm. for me, what I learned the most out of these last four years is how how easily under the right circumstances, the way we understand it and know it and and take for granted can be upended, um, changed. And as I say, I'm careful here because whether you're a Trump supporter or not, again, I think the people that listen to us generally are not Trump supporters, but there probably are some. That shook me. That shook my foundation. It feels like how, you know, kind of how a kid feels when, you know, their world is upended because of tragedy or divorce or whatever. It's that feeling in your gut that like, whoa, everything that I believed was my reality is not my reality. That's what I took away from these last four years. How are you?
0: So I want to come back to that. I wrote a little bit of a story at the end. Um, I think pinballing up there in my brain is Brene Brown Uh, it's not um, you know she was commenting on how people say there's no shame like these people are shameless and she's Mm -hmm. like well no it's actually not that they've got plenty of shame that's why they're acting this way what it is is empathy-less it's a lack of empathy
1: Yeah,
0: Uh, that's what we're seeing coming out of this administration
1: and it's being rewarded yeah you're right
0: a champion and to your point the like fragility of something that was supposed to be so strong is shell shocking mm-hmm. and and i think that i wonder how many people in the next 4 years 8 years 16 years 24 whatever whenever normalcy comes back whatever sense of that we will develop i wonder how people will really remember this period of just blatant and fragrant, wait, flagrant and fragrant, <laughs> meanness. <laughs> and it's, it's you know, I, I've got a couple of Trump-supporting friends, and that's bizarre to me because I've tried to cut most of them out, but <laughs> there's a couple lingering ones. <laughs>
1: just too sticky to get rid of.
0: <laughs> and we were chit-chatting the other day, and one of them was just like, you know, I just... We were talking about have you voted? Are you gonna vote? What are you doing? What are you thinking? That's not. Please don't vote for the love of God. And uh, he said, you know, I'm just so sick of the meanness. And it was, it was, it's. It. I think everybody knows it. I don't think it doesn't matter what side you're on or like. It's just brutal. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Yeah, I do. I think that we're on a, a path to victory here. I think that we're we're gonna have some. Fixes here shortly, but my God, it couldn't have come any fucking sooner, could it? Jesus.
1: I mean, this was a really long four years. I mean, again, I'm keeping my jokes at bay. They are busting down the door trying to get out. But (laughs) but, no, but like in all seriousness, like this was a rough, divisive, again, whatever, wherever you sit on the fence, like it was a very divisive administration so very much built to us versus them and you've heard you yes. hear that a lot in the media us versus them us versus them and conspiracy theories and whatever and it's like this was just out of control and again the one nation idea you know the one nation under God indivisible well right. obviously we are not indivisible because <laughs> look at 2020 but obviously. yeah so whatever happens even if Trump is elected again I don't know if he will or won't be. I have hopes and thoughts about my own thing. I think Biden will win. I don't know. It ain't over till it's over. But even if even if he does go another four years, that can do a lot of, you know, chaos and whatever and continue on and maybe get worse or whatever. But that's temporary too. So whatever I'm trying to say is just, which I don't even know what I'm trying to say because this is such a hard topic, like to wrap your head around you know, I think it will get better. It's just, is it going to get better, you know, in the coming months or is it going to get better and maybe worse before it gets better, you know, in the next right. four years. But after that, I mean, it's not a kingdom. This is not something that can be forever. So.
0: Yeah, that's, it's absolutely true. And you will see, we'll see. It, it, uh, yeah. And like, I, am I one of those people that think if Trump wins is at the end of the world? I don't, I don't, think so it's hard but to I imagine. Don't want any part of it yeah you know it, it's it's kind of just like this i would rather just figure something else out than put up with this again um
1: yeah i'm just kind of hot so uh well and you're really passionate and really informed on politics too i mean which is why you're leading this episode because i'm like head in the sand but you're the one that actually needs to teach me and i hope others too because this is a this is heavy it's like you almost need a psych degree to be able to wrap your head around all the nuances and the narratives and whatever to fully see the big picture, because the two sides are so divided that it's so hard to see the other side because we've been trained not to see the other side, you know?
0: Right. Yes. And it's such a good point. And, and you know, I let's get into it. Yeah. I'm glad that we're doing this when we are because I'm I feel comfortable with these numbers I've looked at these numbers for the last six months these numbers aren't really budging mm-hmm. they might budge in the next week that would be a totally normal thing and everything in this section goes kaput and maybe that does happen i I think that it's terribly terribly unlikely um but let's let's just let's play around with this because this is I love this and um I think that Combining the math with the PR, with the statistics and the all of it is, is, a, is a good time. So here we go. Mm-hmm. Some fun resources. F- 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 Ooh, excuse me. Wait a minute. Where's my drink? F- oh, you're right. My bad.
1: <gasps> I'm going to need it. Where's my drink? You I are going to need it. And
0: this one is so good. So I found this cocktail. It's called The Jerk. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> and... <laughs> You've been re-
1: that's been in the chamber for a while, hasn't it?
0: <laughs> this one is boozy mama. It, I, I think that the actually, after like reading about the drink, I was like, oh, it's called the jerk because it's you that turns into the jerk. Because uh, there's one ounce of gold rum, one ounce of light rum, and then one ounce of 151 rum. So we're going to try to get through this without slurring words. But yeah. Um. Like I said, those three ounces of rum, two tablespoons of grenadine, four ounces of pineapple juice, four ounces of orange juice, and two ounces of strawberry puree. Ooh. So this is actually kind of like a smoothie cold drink. Um, put this bitch in the blender, mix it all up. And then what you're supposed to do is pour the 151 into the straw, which I don't know how the fuck you do that. But you do that and then you serve it that way.
1: Like a, we need like a little baby funnel.
0: A I don't know that I've funnel. ever seen
1: one that small.
0: And like, I don't want to just have a shot of 151 starting it off. So I'm just going to mix it in.
1: Mm-hmm. That's where it ends as up anyway, when you pour it down the straw. <laughs> so <laughs> <Yeah>,
0: that's <right. laughs> it too much rum. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> Good catch. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah, of course. That's what I'm so, here for.
0: Some fun resources for this episode are 538.com, which is Nate Silver's, uh, not podcast, his website. Uh, 270 to Win is an electoral college map that you can toggle different states um, to figure out the path to winning for each campaign. And then realclearpolitics.com, which actually doesn't do their own polling. They just combine all of the polls. They show you every poll and all of the information, and then they'll combine them into a rolling average So you can see the state of the race more um, eh, accurately, more consistently, uh, without seeing like one poll jump up way crazy high and and, the other way. Okay. Um, Okay. So at about one week out, we were recording this episode on the Monday before the elect. Well, I guess two Mondays before the Mm -hmm. election. The 26th of October.
1: That day.
0: That day. Joe Biden is sitting at an eight-point lead over Trump in the national polling um, average from Real Clear Politics. And key battleground states, which this go-round, are Florida, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, North Carolina, and Arizona. Respectively in Florida, Biden is up 1.5 points. In Mm. Pennsylvania, Biden is up 5.1. Michigan, Biden up 7.8. Oh, wow. Wisconsin, Biden up 4.6. And North Carolina, up Biden up 1.2. So Arizona has Biden up 2.4 points right now. I think that, and I, I bring this up again a little bit later, but I think that whatever happened between Trump and McCain, and now Arizona has a fantastic uh, Senate challenger to Martha McSally. Mm-hmm. It's, um, I'm blanking. You know who I'm talking about the astronaut Mark Kelly. Yeah, it's Mark Kelly running up against uh, McSally, who isn't very beloved. And I'm I'm really counting on Mark Kelly actually helping Biden in Arizona, even though I I don't think Arizonans like Trump because of the way he treated John McCain. Oh, um, so in my analysis of all of this stuff i don't know why this happened six months ago somehow but -hmm. like i just think that arizona is done which is a is a leap is a jump Mm -hmm. but in all of the ways that i've dick with the map i'm like arizona i trust arizona to go blue and then everything else is figuring out the puzzle piece so caveat there that's what i do and you'll see that as we talk about more of like what's shifting here and there
1: okay makes sense so far
0: Where this gets interesting, obviously there was some polling errors in 2016, but they weren't as bad as people in the media have made them out to be. So basically, every model takes raw polling data and uses a system of weights to draw out bias and noise. Mm -hmm. This is statistics, which I never took. Did you have to take statistics? Statistics.
1: Yeah, and I did really, really badly at it.
0: Economics
1: and statistics were my least um, excelled <laughs> studies. Okay.
0: Go run for president then, because apparently <laughs> um, I never took it, but I, I heard that it was a damn near impossible. And
1: it's just another I... language. It's like econ. I mean, it's, you know, or math or whatever. It's like another language. You have to study the stats and, and. You know, de- standard deviation and stuff. Like I don't know
0: formulas and
1: yeah, uh, yeah,
0: algebras and yeah. Mm. Amateur intellectuals. Amateur emphasis, emphasis on am- the amateur. <laughs> <laughs> so each of these different models figures out a different way of weighing those weights and, and and incorporating them into their own uh, processes. So these are things that can have a profound statistical impact on a poll because of the science of using just a small sample size, which on average is just about a thousand folks to show a snapshot of what's going on for an entire nation. Obviously this can be quite complex. My voice just cracked. Oh my God. Quite complex. I'm so young. (laughs) So what happened in 2016 with the polls is that state pollsters, this is so weird, failed to adjust their samples to represent voters without a college degree, specifically white voters without a college degree. So voters with a degree are far more likely to respond to telephone surveys. And the voters who are not responding to the surveys were Um. more likely to support Trump. So that's where the big surprise came from. Yeah. So national polling averages said Clinton was up by a small amount more than three points on the eve of Election Day. And then she actually did end up winning the popular vote by two points. So it's only a one-point error there. Mm. And that's really not a big deal at all had she just won the election. One point, not a huge miss.
1: Mm.
0: Actually, pretty damn good. Um, There's something about... And I don't, I didn't write this part down that maybe this part comes up, but there's something so strange to me about uneducated white voters. That was this like emerging, the new silent majority Mm -hmm. was this surprise in 2016 of uneducated whites that the Midwest swung for Trump in a way that was kind of surprising. I'll talk about those numbers because they're razor thin. I don't even know how you go about fixing those models, but apparently they have. Nate Silver came out on a podcast, he's like, so now we just add two points here and we do and you know he's like a little bit wonky. So he's like, here, here, here. And you just say there's this many more of these folks that yeah, we just
1: algorithms. Mi- yeah, yeah.
0: That same statistical bullshit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Didn't um, do well in statistics. Let me reaffirm <laughs> that. <laughs> but I as a theory understand what you're saying. No, no, no. I really get it. I get it.
0: So this go-round, Joe Biden has an eight-point national lead, whereas Hillary had the three. Joe Biden has an eight-point national lead just a week before the election, Mm -hmm. and his lead has remained steady all summer. Even though we have had the national movements after the killing of George Floyd and the terrible response to COVID-19, those numbers really haven't budged, and everyone's a little experts seem to be pretty shocked which brings us to right now it seems like these numbers can't be shaken it seems like we're going to win because trump is spending money to defend states that he won last time and joe biden is leading in every poll in those states Mm -hmm. and today that even includes georgia where biden is up plus 0.7 so for lack of a better way to say this, if a social uprising and a global pandemic can't shake the numbers
1: oh yeah,
0: over six to eight months, I certainly don't think a second and final debate did or could or will do that. Okay. Yeah, okay. I don't think, I mean, obviously whatever happened with the Giuliani computer didn't work and then... Borat 2 came out. I was going to say, I thought
1: you were talking about
0: Borat. (laughs) (laughs) Which I watched. Did you watch? Is that your thing? Uh,
1: No. I mean. No. 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 But I mean, I saw in the headlines and stuff, what he was whining about uh, Giuliani, what he was whining about in the movie. I haven't seen the the clip. Uh, That'll be a fun weekend uh, event for me.
0: Yeah. I mean, I watched it. I think like the night after it came out and like, Film critique aside, that one part, when it came, it's kind of obvious, like, when it's coming. Uh I was like, there's no way that's actually him. And then, like, it is. Like, it's (laughs) fucking him. It really is. And I'm like, this is a movie. This is Hollywood. They can, you know, it's anybody. It's Tom Hardy.
1: Yeah. Or, like, yeah, CGI. We'll put somebody's face on it. (laughs) Right. We'll pay the libel or the slander later. It's fine.
0: Right, yeah, yeah. We'll take the lawsuit, settle, yeah. and move on. Nope. And then he tweeted out like he was like, "This is bullshit." And Giuliani himself was like, "This is this is a setup. That, I didn't do that." And it's like, "Oh my god, oh my but god." Like, back
1: to your point, seriously about about this, like people are not nice, but also there's this duplicitousness. There's this two faced thing that's happening in the administration as well. So there were all the people who were anti-Trump and then they were pro-Trump. And then, you know, he's um, rewarding loyalists and not, you know, on merit or whatever. And, you know, you're fired if you don't support me publicly or whatever. Oh yeah. It sets up a very scary thing, but it's back to that template. Giuliani doing something and then denying he did it and everyone else is wrong and he's right is just Mm -hmm. the perfect, you know, cookie cutter. Like, let's make another batch of cookies. Like,
0: oh yeah, of and that they're,
1: narrative.
0: They're learning it from the very top. That's uh, this weekend is also Leslie Stahl's interview where Trump mm-hmm. storms out, mm-hmm. and there's a clip, and it might be the same clip at where he's storming out. She says, "Do you do you remember what you said to me about fake news? Do you remember why you said that you said that to me? Did you see that clip?"
1: Mm. I saw. The clip this morning, but I didn't see that particular p- bit of it. It might,
0: it might be a different one, but he, he says something fake, fake media, fake news, something like that. And she says, so you said, and it's not clear on when he said this to her, but she mm-hmm. makes it sound like years ago. You said to me, you know why I say the fake news? It's because I have to discredit you so that when you say, whenever you report on me, people don't believe you. And like from his own fucking mouth, and that like, came. Stuff doesn't
1: get done. You should be able to sign your name at the bottom of every day and everything that you do.
0: Yes. That
1: you know, I sign off on this. This is my behavior, and I stand by it. But it's just this this dodgy thing. Like anyway,
0: you can you can have it on footage. You can have it right in front of it. Doesn't him and matter. Be like, I didn't say that. I, I mean, you saw, that.
1: you saw you um, saw Mitch McConnell right, and that whole excerpt oh there like nobody's word matters nothing it's all pivot 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 on Mm -hmm. the context
0: Mm -hmm. how
1: how are we supposed to run run a government like that
0: right ted cruz says vote your conscience now ted cruz is pro-trump uh lindsey graham joe biden is the most decent person i've ever known anti-trump and now that's flipped it's just from every angle it's overwhelming
1: it is that's why it's overwhelming it's because everything keeps changing it's like a labyrinth that you're trying to navigate through but it keeps changing behind you (laughs) i can't see did i go the right way should i back up i can't see it's changed
0: am i fucked up what is going on um you should have bought
1: stock in the alcohol industry when like (laughs) covid hit because i just imagine people are very very rich right now
0: (laughs) dependent dependent um I mentioned this a little bit briefly earlier, but with the way that Trump treated McCain, I think that Arizona Arizona is most likely to go blue. It's polling at 2.7 today, but come on. With what's happening in Kenosha or did happen in Kenosha, Wisconsin, which is Jacob Blake, where Jacob Blake was shot. Yeah. Wisconsin has a solid six-point lead, and it's been there all summer. Actually, it's tightened a little bit just to get to six, but it's still six points a week away. Mm Um. Democrats lost parts of the blue wall. So the blue wall is like all of the coastal states, the Midwest. Yeah. It's it's like Democrat stronghold. It's where people live, actually, is what the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. And in 2016, you had Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania all go to Trump. Yeah. And in Wisconsin, it was by 23,000 votes. In Michigan, which... No, no, no. You were in Texas. Where were you? In
1: 2016, I was in Texas. Yeah.
0: 11,000 votes in Michigan.
1: Yeah.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. And then 44,000 votes in Pennsylvania. So if you go online now or sometime later, um, 270 to win... You can play with the map. So like th- what I was saying earlier about what I do with Arizona, maybe maybe you don't do that. But uh, if, tr- if, if Biden wins Arizona and then you're looking at those top three states, those Midwestern states.
1: Yeah.
0: If Arizona goes the way that I think it will, it's very critical. In fact, it is a must do that Trump has to win more than one of those states. OK. So on that election night. If you're watching the results come in, and, like, this is going to be a funky election night because, obviously, COVID, early voting, mail-in voting, day of voting.
1: Yep.
0: So it's a clusterfuck.
1: It's a mess. Yeah, yeah.
0: I heard today, actually, just on the way home from work, that they've just, the Supreme Court approved some law... But I don't even know if it was a state Supreme Court or the Supreme Court, but they approved the law that Pennsylvania can still count the ballots that come in three days after Election Day. Yeah, I Election saw that Day. too. Yeah. So it, this could be a mess. And what I'm trying to do here is simplify everything <laughs> to look at it for. all. Right. <laughs> and Clean like out good fucking luck. the
1: basement and try to organize right. some things.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. God. So – Bear with me here. But if, if you use the visual tool of 270 to win, it, it, it actually does help a lot. Okay. Because, like, this is something I'm hearing myself. I was having conversations with, with people that were, like, talking like this a year ago. And I was like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. But, yes, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little bit confused. If you well, see, just. That's,
1: that's where I feel confused, too, Kendall. And, like, I want to believe the numbers. And I. But, like. And and as I say, I wasn't like watching as closely last year as I am this year, but I thought that the numbers, as you've already explained why, I thought the numbers were true then in 2016. And so I felt very confident when we were watching this, it was like watching Like as as election night, I mean, in 2016, again, I personally, you know, you you have a right not to share who you're going to vote for. That's your right as an American citizen. You don't have to share that, but I choose to. I voted for Hillary when 2016 election came around, and like I thought, I just thought this is not possible. This is not possible. Mm -hmm. But then I think just speaking to the psychology of the people who are voting in 2020. There's got to be a little bit of the hand that burned their, like they burned their hand on the stove and Absolutely. they have to be like holding their breath saying, yes. I see the numbers. I see that they fixed the errors in their ways in 2016, but it just feels like it isn't over because something so unthinkable, meaning unimaginable, I don't mean unthinkable I just mean unimaginable people didn't consider him a real contender and then he got on and then he moved forward and then he moved forward and then he moved forward and then he became president and just people's minds were blown. And so I think there's probably a lot of psychological reverb there in 2020 where people are feeling like, okay, like everything is adding up that it is going to be Joe Biden, but we can't be sure because we made that mistake before.
0: Yeah? Oh, yes, definitely. And I'm so glad you said that because it's exactly spot on. It is, and it makes sense. Like, I've got buddies that I'm like, I don't know. It's just my gut feeling. And I'm like, I understand. I understand. It's because we were looking at the same statistical, like we were looking at 90% chance of winning, 79% chance of winning. We were looking at numbers that were just like, this is over. This is stupid. And Nate Silver has his own podcast. And the other day he was like, I get why people are like, funky about it i get they touched the stove and it burned them and now they're like uh that makes sense to me but he's like what happened was i put out a model that said there's a 72% chance that Hillary Clinton wins and if the die just so happens to land on that 25% it it just does like it's right. not
1: it's just the way that it is. Yeah, it's It's not. Birth, it
0: right? yeah, that's it's right. not it, yeah, he's like I. I. Do, I do stats. I do. Uh. Uh. Oh, excuse me. Mm, dab. What the fuck does he do? What's that called? <laughs> 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 he's like guessing. He's like a prediction. Yeah. He's got a prediction model.
1: Yeah, they're estimations. Yes. Like predictions. Um, my mom has a really good saying about that, actually. Hers is in terms of medicine, like anything about like getting um, diagnosed with a disease or whatever. And it's like, oh, and I'm completely making up these statistics for an example, just to paint a picture. But it's the same thing that you're saying, like, oh, only seven percent. I'm fucking making this up. Just disclaimer, everybody, yeah. I'm making up these numbers. These are not accurate. It's just to paint a picture. You know, seventeen percent of men will get prostate cancer in their lifetime, but my mom says. When something like that, you know, X percent of people will get X or Y in their lifetime or whatever. Right. She says, well, it's 100 percent to the person who gets it.
0: Right. So it's
1: that same concept. It's like, even though there's a 72 percent chance that it's going to go one way, if it goes yep. the other way on one percent, like, and it, it just happens to land, that's 100 percent of the dice. I mean, that's it. Yeah. That's is over. That's it. That's your future. Yeah. That's it. So there's something Profound. really really into like, um, really like, what is the word I'm thinking of transcendent or whatever, very like poetic about that. It's like, yeah, Definitely. the stats can only tell you so far their predictions. They are not, they are not fortune tellers. They are not telling you the future. They are just guesses about what could potentially befall based on the information that we have and the variables that right. we can measure.
0: Ugh. Right.
1: God, I'm no, have that's stomach really for my really alcohol I'm going to drink on election night Kendall.
0: <laughs> it was beautiful. That's <laughs> I've never You're heard gonna that. You to be drinking
1: it too. I know. Oh, We're both going to have holes in our esophagus bleeding out into our bodies. Anyway,
0: <laughs> especially if this goes away that I don't think it's going to especially. <laughs> okay. Um Right, because I've already set up this system within me. You know, it was I was saying about six months ago, I'm not listening to the polls. Fuck the polls. I can't set myself up to have hope because if I get dropped in the way that I got dropped earlier, I I don't know how I'm going to react to that. And now that I've learned a little bit more and I'm more comfortable with the numbers and I'm more comfortable with playing the game of just working that map. I am fully confident that Joe Biden and his team are looking at just those three states right there, and they're going, okay, if we can just put one, two of those on the map and win Arizona, the game is over. Which chess. It's chess. It is. And like, okay, this is where it's gonna get a little bit wonky, hopefully, if I do this right. So
1: (laughs) hopefully it's wonky if I do it right. I love you
0: so much. Yeah. It is. Okay, I think this is where it was. It is very critical that Trump wins um, each of these states again in twenty twenty two to secure election, if not all three. Literally, he must win at least two if he loses Arizona. If he does not win two of these old blue walls back, then he will lose the election, even if he wins Texas, Florida, Ohio, North Carolina, and Georgia. So, like, throw the whole kitchen sink. Like, you can everything all of the key battleground states which joe biden is leading in every single one of those key battleground states Mm -hmm. you can throw them all the fuck out so long as arizona and two of those go up top and that's it that's the whole shtick now this is where it gets really really fun so on election night here's just like uh, jot these down and as it's coming in, just be like, okay, bing, 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 bing. bing. I sound like fucking drunk. Like bing, bingo. bing, bong, bong, bing, bing. Idiot. So on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is seven points a lot? I know seven points is not all the states, but is that significant? It's
0: huge. It's humongous. Okay. So it's not like, like
1: half a point. It's seven points is like a big gap.
0: Yes. So okay. like a blowout landslide is like 10, right? Oh, um, okay. Statewide, if you're looking at 7 points, your margin of error on all of these polls is going to be about 2 points, 2 points on each side though, so you just count that four. Joe Biden has a definite 3-point lead in every single in every 7-point state. Oh, so, okay. With that paired on top of an 8-point national umbrella, that's where a lot of my confidence and comfortability comes from because it's like there are enough fucking people out there that have this down already to this point and there's not much that's going to change it from this point on. At least that I can figure out how you would do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are the parts. This is where it gets really fun. If you write these down um, on election night just to keep like... If this happens, then we've won. So um, if Trump loses Texas, (laughs) bitch, (laughs) it's over. If Trump loses Florida, it's over. If Trump loses Ohio, it's likely over. Now, technically, like people that are like pros at this shit would be like, well, actually, you know, you can lose Florida and still gain it back. But the problem is, is like with the national polling, if you lose Florida, you're not making it up. And Pennsylvania in uh, Wisconsin and Michigan, most yeah. likely. Okay. So it's it's possible, but it's kind of like one of those like way 2%, 3% possible kind of things. But if you hit that, then of course that is 100 to your point, which is a really gorgeous way of illuminating that. Now, we probably won't know Pennsylvania night of.
1: Right, because we so, know now the three-day thing or whatever.
0: Exactly. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And every state is different with that. Some states you can open ballots Mm -hmm. right now and be counting them. Some Mm -hmm. states you have to wait for election day to come to then even open the ballots. Why? So stupid. It doesn't make sense. It just sounds
1: like a lot of stress, procrastinators. Just start opening. Get that letter opener out.
0: Sort that shit.
1: Start scoring. Yeah. Start dallying, (laughs)
0: man. You got
1: time. Do it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. But there are, there are little, like, loopholes. So, Pennsylvania, we probably won't know. But if yeah. Michigan and Wisconsin, which we talked about earlier, Michigan's at, like, nine points. Wisconsin's at, like, six points, seven points. Okay. If you see both of those states come in, Michigan and Wisconsin, on election night, we probably won. Um,
1: okay.
0: Texas, Florida, Ohio. Those, obviously, Texas is one of those. It's, so, this next bit's about Texas, which is kind of funky because <laughs> that's where I live and you used to live. It's where we met. Uh-huh. Um, so.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up.
0: <laughs> yes. Um. I'm poking through my notes real quick. That's all I said. Is Texas,
1: Texas is yeah. generally a red state. Like, that's yes. very obvious. But you said that, like, if for some reason Trump won. No, sorry. If uh, Biden won Texas, then, like, it's over. Mm-hmm. But that's it's not over. likely. Yeah.
0: Right. Um, it's unclear at this point. That's a great question, and it's not clear at all at this point. So that's what's so interesting. So
1: okay.
0: let's dive into it. I'm going to read these notes, and then, like, if we have if you have more questions or if we yeah. want to go somewhere else, let's do that. Cool.
1: Okay. Um,
0: so the United States has already seen 110% of its early vote turnout from four years ago, with a week of early voting still remaining before election. So what that means is everybody who's who's – who has already early voted is more than the people that early voted last time. Yeah. So, and we still have a week. So like, if that's like, you know, two days before election, that's not a big deal. We still have a week.
1: Yeah. Pandemics will do that. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And shitty, shitty presidents. Um, What what we are seeing right now in Harris County, which is Houston for you people out, not in Texas, um, is higher turnout of young folk. And of women. And both of those demographics typically go Democrat. So Dems are more enthusiastic about voting and doing so early. And if Republicans don't show up on election day, which is their typical day, it's very possible that we could flip Texas. So you do know this about uh, in in all elections, in nearly all places, Republicans tend to vote day of. Yes. In person. That
1: was going to be my next question. But go tell me tell me what your thoughts are and then let's see if you answer my question.
0: So that, that that's kind of the, the whole thing. Republicans tend to, to vote day of in person. Democrats either vote by mail, vote early, something yes. like that.
1: But in COVID, we've thrown some of that out the window right. because a lot yes. of Republicans are older, not all, by yes. any means, but Most. we've got a lot of elderly Republicans <laughs> yes. that are, I mean, there's plenty of Karens out there. Sorry.
0: it's <laughs>
1: and, and I'm sure wonderful Kevin's. fucking
0: people <laughs> yeah. too.
1: Anyway. But I'm just saying, I wonder what the statistics are going to be that they, because you said yourself about like, so in 2016, here's just what I'm, I'm just going to say it as I think it. So yeah, please. You said in 2016, like they failed to measure a lot of the uneducated white voters. And that's how, you know, Trump kind of got under the radar in the polls because the polls weren't exactly accurate because they didn't represent everybody. Fair. So then what about that template about the... Republicans that are going to come out day of because they insist that they don't trust the voter fraud, right? The whole hoax and mailer fraud and there's there's polls in the ditch and whatever. Or not polls, you know what I mean? Yes. There's votes in the ditch and whatever. I'm just wondering that there's going to be an enormous surge. Of Republican yes. voters that aren't currently so right now it looks good, but then it's going to change. That's my, I guess uh, that's a question. I don't know. You heard, you heard me, it's a point. I stand by it. <laughs> it,
0: it, it. It's a point, it's a great point, and it's absolutely true. What with what we know about the voting behavior, it is true. Typically, you'll walk into an election night, and Florida will be blue, and then yeah. Republicans will just eat at it because all of that blue you already had because it was early votes, mm-hmm. and then. During the day, they they close them down at seven o'clock purple, or eight o'clock purple, or whatever.
1: Purple, red, 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 red. And then
0: here comes all the red <laughs> votes same day, right? Yeah. So
1: and with the with Trump's voter fraud narrative, right? I suspect and, that a lot of people are going to insist on voting in person.
0: Yes, and pandemic, so it is impossible to know exactly how many of these votes in Harris County are for us or are for Republicans or independence or whatever the fact it's it's just terribly terribly difficult to know
1: Mm -hmm. you just can't you can't predict the future especially in such an uncertain thing where we don't know all the variables there's too many things at play here
0: definitely far too many things at play texas itself is so goddamn big Mm -hmm. and like has shit polling there's like and i don't think six months ago anybody knew that texas was going to be this close this close to the election and so there's just it it, we're flying blind but what i've seen is just like texas is voting which (laughs) texas has texas is a big state texas doesn't vote uh i'm going to go into some examples of this um in just a second so Dems are more enthusiastic about voting and doing so early if republicans don't show up on election day which is a typical voting day we could flip texas so in Texas, you have Austin, San Antonio, Houston, Dallas, and Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. Now, I think probably everybody in the nation knows about Beto O'Rourke. So Beto yep. ran a Senate campaign against Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is easily one of the most hated senators in all of Congress. And Beto was this like charismatic, good-looking skater boy. Yep,
1: he was the Kennedy, in, like, a- the new Kennedy. Yeah, I remember. Yes,
0: yes. And he was fabulous, and he was like, Compassionate and empathetic and strong, and like gave a, a ridiculous great answer about somebody a, a Texan kid was like, Well, what about when they kneel whenever we play the national anthem? Uh, <laughs> and he gave this like perfect, uh, long uh, example of the uh, freedom, uh, and he was fabulous. Now he only lost to Ted Cruz by, I think it was like 2.7 points across the state. He went to every single county in the state. Everybody knew him. He came a couple times to Tarrant. He, came, he went a couple times to my hometown, hmm. um, which has 33,000 people. Oh, wow,
1: that's yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So cool. So cool. Every
1: vote counts. I count on every, your
0: vote. It, yeah, and he just went around and around and around. So Tarrant County was a, is, is a red stronghold. So um, Tarrant County which is where Fort Worth is. Mm -hmm. It is the 13th. I know. I know you know, but (laughs) (laughs) Fort Worth is the 13th largest city by population in the United States. And it is the first on that list to typically vote red, which infuriates Mm -hmm. me. It is the urban conservative stronghold. And how in the ever loving fuck did I land here? What the fuck is this? There are 909,000 people who typically don't vote. Excuse me, I said that weird. There are 909,000 people who live here and at least over half typically don't vote. Mm -hmm. Um, The mayor here won her last election, one that was advertised as contentious. She won that with 21,600 votes. So in Dallas, with pretty similar numbers, you see a mayor earn about 250,000 votes to win. In Fort Worth, it was 21,000 So, 2.3% of Fort Worthians turned out and voted. I think Tarrant County easily takes the cake for worst voter turnout, maybe ever. Oh my Um, God,
1: I had no idea that was so low.
0: Yeah, yeah, so like statistically, there are two times as many gay folks in Fort Worth than voters in Fort Worth, at Uh, least for Betsy. Oh God,
1: (laughs) 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 what does that bode, oh my God. Okay, so you, you might be getting to this, so ignore this question if you get to this, but I'm sure. just captivated. And I need to say it before I lose it. Yeah. So if 2.3% of people vote, generally speaking, mm-hmm. um, and you, you are pretty sure, which I think is so, so fair, that people are gonna get up and vote. I mean, the campaigning that's been going on about vote, 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 and the contentious, I mean, whether, again, you're pro, you're anti-Trump, whatever, like, right. people are going to be motivated to go out and vote. So um, my question is, does do we think that it's going to end up being a very red term? Like, what makes you think that it, that the people that come out in Fort Worth, and maybe, maybe it, it is going to be mostly red, that come out and vote are going to be red? Or are the people that don't vote going to continue to not vote and the people who do come out and vote are going to vote blue?
0: Great question. Um, so... I looked at the numbers today. Today, Fort Worth passed, actually Tarrant County, passed its uh, 2016 early voting numbers. So in 2016, there were 480,000 early votes. And today, with a week to go we have passed four hundred eighty thousand early votes
1: good job everybody yeah
0: yeah yeah so so typically on a national map you you know hillary and trump are looking at 60 i think it's like 67 to 65 65 to 62 million votes and then there's (laughs) another 120 million voters that don't fucking vote so half of the nation votes and then uh, between those two halves you have Republicans and Democrats.
1: The headlines this morning were 60 million plus already early voters.
0: Exactly, they are thinking that this will be the highest turnout ever um, for an election. They're yeah, they're thinking probably Joe Biden probably breaks 70 million votes. Maybe he even breaks 75, and maybe even Trump makes 70 million votes. Um, we'll find out. I, I don't Stay even too. know. Yeah. <laughs> you can't avoid
1: it if you tried. So
0: get a handle you will and find
1: come out. along.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Beto actually flipped Tarrant, so Tarrant went blue for the first time in wow history. I don't know. I was trying. I was trying to find. Uh, the last time Taron went blue, but it wasn't so. I was digging and digging and digging, and didn't find anything. But uh, to uh, the locals at the bar, to their knowledge, at least of what I've heard, this is the first time anybody I
1: conducted a poll at the can bar. remember
0: exactly with a bunch of drunks, and they were like, "I don't remember ever going blue." Okay, great. So cool, cool, cool. For, first time <laughs> in a long time. Um, so if Beto can turn Taron blue against Ted Cruz, yeah. I'm going to go on a limb here and say it is probable that with the state of the race, it is likely that Tarrant can also go blue again this time.
1: Precedent set.
0: I hope so. Wouldn't that be fabulous? Now-
1: Listen, I don't know, though. I mean, I lived in Fort Worth. I don't know. I- How far are you willing to go until you say like, okay, I don't want that person, but I really don't want
0: that person. Oh, Yeah, I see. And that's the thing about it was a little funky there for a minute because I was like scratching my head. at Like, where are the signs? Where are the yard signs? We're, you know.
1: Oh, yeah. What are the yard signs looking like in in there? I'll tell you what they're looking like around D.C. It's
0: it's a lot of fucking Biden signs.
1: Yeah. Okay. It's so here too. And I actually, I live in a really conservative community. If this is yeah. any kind of a litmus test too, I live in a really conservative community and I like don't know why, cause have you met me? But <laughs> here we are. <laughs> uh, it's just cause it's close to Washington DC. Uh, it's
0: but, the commute.
1: <laughs> it's the commute. I swear to God, <laughs> that's all it is. But no, but seriously, like I was really surprised how many yeah. Um, lawn signs are out either in support of uh, Biden or are anti-Trump signs. Now, I take those as different things because those are different things that you're campaigning because you could be a staunch Republican and you could be saying, you know, dump Trump. That's a big one. Dump Trump is a big sign that is out around the neighborhood and other neighborhoods, but like, that's different than being pro Biden. I mean, yes, you vote for Biden or whatever, but you express yourself in a mm-hmm. different way in that way. So yeah, again, I'm I was surprised. I was like, oh hey, Biden, Biden, dump Trump, dump Trump, Biden, Biden, Biden. If I was tallying it, I would mm-hmm. say that people are not—they're either not comfortable to put out a Trump sign, mm-hmm. or there's just truly more biden supporters or i should say anti-trump because again they're not the same right you could have somebody that doesn't necessarily love biden and want to endorse biden but they just hate trump more that's what happened with hillary and uh trump in that election too there were a lot of people who hated one but hated the other more so uh, or whatever listen uh, no no feelings on that at all just just observation
0: no it's a good point and like that's one of the things i'm kind of bewildered by and and the way that so like hillary a polarizing candidate she's actually she's a terrible when you talk about candidacy she's a terrible candidate because she is hated passionately unfairly in my opinion um
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I running a whole out thing her, about her
1: campaign and like how they picked it apart and analyzed it later about all the things she did wrong but anyway easy to do right you could say that about well, any candidate
0: any candidate, and, like, not even her campaign, but, like, Republicans had 10 years, if not longer, to attack Hillary Clinton. And they knew that she was coming up, and, like, they knew that she was in the chamber. And so they just spent money and, like, hundreds of millions of dollars to just slander her name to where she was untrustable. She killed the people herself in Benghazi. She flew on a plane and murdered Americans. She's raping kids in a pizza hut. Like, yep. it's absolutely insanity. pizza Pizzagate. PizzaGate pizza game. And, like, the thing about Joe Biden, that sounded very Barack Obama. Um, the thing ew. about Joe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not ew because of that, but just, like, that was so weird. Maybe I just heard it. I don't know. That was <laughs> weird. Um, they're trying all of this same shit on him, and it just doesn't stick. And, like, Hillary... There was that fabulous thing on HBO. They were like, Hillary, Bette Midler was acting, and she said, you know, Hillary might be compromised. I could see how that's not a stretch. Um, Joe Biden isn't compromised, and it's obvious. And does he have like a long record? Yes. Is there do are there questions for that record? Yes. Is that normal? Yes. Don't you want fucking normal? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um this is a different thing because you just can't now not not you. I'm not saying you, but like people are like, well, the lesser of two evils. I'm still hearing that. And I'm like, who's evil on this side? What do we have to be ashamed of? Yeah. We we didn't do any of this.
1: Yeah. No, personally, I think Joe Biden is a good man. I think he's just from human to it, human character. Obviously he is. I think he's yeah. a good person. I think he's in politics. And I think as we all as they all are, I say we. Like fuck it, I am. <laughs> Not as far away from it as I can possibly be. But I just mean, like, I, there's something about character. And there's something that has to be... that there's some, Remember, we talk so much on all of our episodes, Kendall, about that rings true. That rings true. Well, that rings true. Like, he... There's something about authenticity. Even if you make mistakes or if, as a, as a leader or whatever, if you are authentic there's Mm -hmm. that, that's worth its weight in gold. That's worth its weight. So I think we've seen really a lot about what a president is, if they are slippery, right? Yeah. They're going to pivot and twist and squirm their way out. That's okay. I mean, like, listen, everybody's got their style. I mean, it's not okay, but I'm just saying like, yeah, we've seen it. We know it. I think at the end of the day, like just personally, and again, and I think I want to reiterate again, even though this is really divisive, this is really scary. This is a time for a call to action. People need to stand up and vote. Do remember that like you don't owe anybody an explanation about, and this is just to listeners. Like you don't owe anybody an explanation for your decision and your rationale. Like that is a sacred right that you have as a United States citizen and you get to vote however you want to vote. And that is respected and revered and that's it. Um, we're just sharing it because we don't give a shit. <laughs> <We> don't <laughs> want to tell you.
0: Well, and we if think. you figured out a way, yeah, and if you figured out a way to defend positions that are coming from the <laughs> other side, then then I would love for you to, even if you want to do it anonymously or privately, figure out a way to get in touch with me because I am begging, 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 and I have been for years and years. Somebody explain to me how this works. I don't understand how this works, and I come from it. I, you know, grew up in a conservative household. I was very conservative, even when I got to college, and. I just can't figure it out anymore, and I would love some pointers on connecting dots. He's um, a very good Kaylen's person if right. I could
1: advocate to bounce ideas off oh. of I mean he may fight you, but he's very sweet. You just have to get through the tough <laughs> exterior first. <laughs> buy him a drink.
0: he's just a little bitchy on the front end, and then <laughs> anyway, I completely derailed you off of your thing. no, 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 not at all. um so Tarrant. We've got some red walls around DFW and Parker County and Denton County. And it looks like those might be flipping too. I'll get off of this point. But essentially, Texas looks like it's it, it's it's doable. And um, I want to use this opportunity to encourage you, whoever and wherever you are, to dig a little into your local politics. Because strange as it may be, corruption starts at the bottom. I don't know how that happened. It doesn't make sense. But it starts in these little tiny city councils and in these halls and it goes all the way up to the very tippy top and just a quick search on your community government. And I'm sure you will find one, if not many things that strike you and can work to really drive a passion and advocacy that you may not know is there. And in fact, I think that's exactly what happened with me on the policing stuff here in Fort Worth. You know, there's plenty of corruption to go around in this town, but I focused in on the one part and I've been trying to move the, the needle in any way that I can. So I was going to use this next part as an example. So I was going to do a quick search on the community government where Caitlin lives, but I looked it up. I love you. (laughs) And this is what I got. Uh, This place is a census designated place and an unincorporated community. So basically it doesn't even exist.
1: Don't you triangulate me. (laughs) Tell me
0: about my city. Um, Basically, um, it's where the CIA is and many government officials live here. Oh my God! (laughs) (laughs) It's very (laughs) unclear. It's not Langley, but it might be part of Langley. I don't know. It's just.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to give them my address too, Kendall? It's fine. I live in a Virginia suburb of
0: D.C. It's a Virginian (laughs) suburb of D.C., which D.C. is its own thing. So how is there a Virginian suburb of D.C.? I don't know how I never picked up on this. You can obviously (laughs) delete any and all of this. But I don't know where the fuck you (laughs) live. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, there's, like, wicked corruption wherever the fuck you are. I mean, the people running the, like, state's government is... They are so. Um, anyone but Caitlin, go online and look up <laughs> your city representatives and your town hall and your mayor, and um, just do a little bit of digging because it's buried. These guys are really, really good at hiding crazy shit because it's what they do for a living. But I promise you, just a really quick in my and you.
1: in my area or all areas,
0: I'm saying everywhere. I'm saying wherever okay, okay, you okay. are, just, anywhere pay in the just pay attention.
1: Just pay attention because I think a lot of. A lot of these city councils and things rely on you not to pay attention. Right? They
0: know that it doesn't. Yes, exactly. They know, uh, for fuck's sake, the police force in Fort Worth has a, a four by eight foot uh, banner that says, like, we support the mayor uh, getting reelected. I'm like, you like you can't fucking you're the police. Like, you can't fucking do that. Now, obviously they can, but it, it should be immoral. It should be unethical. Um yeah, just just be aware of your surroundings, pay attention, and you'll be shocked. So, as we all know at this point, Trump is running on nothing. He has promised a comprehensive healthcare plan to re- replace ACA, uh, Obamacare, for over four years, and he has not deliver- delivered. Recently, in the interview that he stormed out of because Leslie Stahl asked how, he was mm-hmm. going to – oops, I said that – I transitioned that weird. She just asked how – How was he going to protect pre-existing conditions? One of the huge hallmarks of the ACA, obviously. Even though his administration is actively working to end that protection in the Supreme Court right now, he walked away. Kaylee McEnany then brought her a large book and claimed that this was the president's actions on health care. She tweeted out this photo. And then days later, Leslie exposed it as it was a book on presidential executive orders and congressional plans, but absolutely nothing on comprehensive health care, anything. So... Joe Biden is running on expanding the ACA with a public option, keeping private insurance on the table, something I disagree with, but hey. He is running on the job and innovation opportunities of the climate crisis. He is running first to get control of and end this ravaging pandemic. He is running on fixing the terrible tax code that Paul Ryan wrote in his wet dreams. He (laughs) is... um, also working on, I hate Paul Ryan so goddamn much. This goes back actually to the tax code. Did you know that FedEx, the executives, they wrote that? Mm-mm. Uh-huh, yeah, we're going to get into that. I'll make it quick. But
1: mm. um,
0: FedEx paid, we all famously know of Amazon, but FedEx also paid no taxes in 2018. And they saw cool. their effective tax rate drop 34%. Love that. Cool. Um, I forgot that I knew that. And so I did like a quick search. And this New York Times article headline comes up and it says, how FedEx cut its tax bill to zero dollars. And then the subhead was the company, like much of corporate America, has not made good on its promised investment from uh, from Trump's 2017 tax cuts. And I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 no shit. <laughs> it just really so beautifully wraps up with a nice little bow tie. All of the issues with Reaganomics trickle down doesn't trickle down. <laughs> Because greedy people at the top keep the money, and they always, always will.
1: That was me bashing my head into the <laughs> microphone
0: in <case> <laughs> wasn't sure what that was. Yep. So, anywho, Biden is going to repeal that tax plan that has allowed FedEx and, listen to this, three dozen top U.S. corporations to see their tax rates fall to less than or equal to zero. So they might be getting tax refunds. He will not raise taxes on the middle class, whatever the fuck that is, drawing the line at $400,000 a year annual income. Holy fuck, who makes that much money? Guess what? It's the top 1%. On average, across all states, if you make $421,000, you're in the top 1%. JB, Joe Biden, is literally saying, I will only tax the top 1% more. Everyone chill the fuck out. Go to his website at JoeBiden.com. Chip in if you can. But look at the list of plans on there. And wowza. Wowza. Biden's plan, he has a plan for the Catholic community. Biden has a plan for the Arab-American community. He has a plan for the African dias I knew I was going to fuck that up. Diaspora. Indian-American. Um, he's got a plan to end the opioid addiction. He's got a plan for the recovery, renewal, and respect for Puerto Rico. He's got a plan to revitalize Main Street and invest in small businesses. He's got a plan for students and young Americans. He's got a plan to advance LGBTQ plus equality. He's got a plan to strengthen rural America. A plan for disabilities, for women, for bankruptcy. More, 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 more. Go online, look at it. It's a gorgeous website. Wow. And like, let this be a practice for everybody. Let's take a deep breath. (laughs) Imagine... If you haven't already, you go to Joe Biden's website, you see all this stuff, pages and pages and pages. Now, let's just, let's just do some recon. Let's see. Let's go to Donald. Don, uh, can't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> Donald J. Trump.com. I even misspelled it in my notes. Term. Uh, <laughs> term. <laughs> <laughs> do that and i did it today and and just do a side
1: up. by side right is that what you're saying like compare yes. the the plans
0: let's let's compare as a yeah voter. let's compare the, let's compare the plans as a voter let's just compare the websites on face yeah listen um, that's a
1: reasonable like before i even know what venom is coming <laughs> That's the least no seriously i'm kidding i'm pulling it like or whatever but like no but seriously that's a really reasonable thing to do as a voter you should be in the habit of doing that you should look up on their website you should look up on the um your contender and your favorite and you should look it up and research and see if you're for this excuse me if you're for this or not
0: right Do, do you support the policy platforms and agendas of the person uh, of their That campaign. you're
1: potentially voting for. Yeah.
0: Exactly. It's doing so, your
1: homework, man.
0: I want to challenge everyone right now, wherever you are, even on your phone, on your laptop, on your tablet, whatever. Look it up. Do it right now. Pause. Pause the show. Come back, but pause the show.
1: We'll wait here. Did you We're do it? We're still waiting. Good job. <laughs> Good job, guys. We're so proud of you. <laughs> so
0: You're today, an amateur intellectual.
1: Or maybe an intellectual intellectual.
0: Uh, going to maybe just yourself. a full-blown. Um, today I did it, and there's a pop-up. And it's a Photoshopped Joe Biden face with AOC, Kamala, and Chuck Schumer coming out of his mouth. And in big all caps, it says, Joe Biden is a Trojan horse for the radical left. We need you to step up and help us defeat them. Contribute now for an 800% match. So... I'm poking around and I'm looking for the platform. You know, like policy agendas, issues of priority, Mm -hmm. and nada. So there's tabs, just like on every website. Get involved, coalitions, events, news, about, which is actually just a write-up on Tangy Bunker Bitch. Um, (laughs) Promises kept, which when you click on promises kept, it opens up a different page and then it's got... All of these things, these, like, checked things that he's done. And yeah. the search bar, you know how, like, it, like Facebook Facebook will say, like, what are you thinking? Or what's on your mind, Kendall? Or whatever. You know that, like, floating gray text in there? Yeah. On his website, where it says promises kept, the search bar says, search accomplishments. Okay. <sighs> Get fucked. Um, <laughs> And shop or contribute. So, mind you, um, the Republicans did not update their platform in 2020 either. So, if you pull it up online, the first page is about why they didn't. And basically, it's because they just love blowing Trump chode. And then the cover page <sighs> says, uh, Republican platform 2016. I've screenshotted it and I've, like, shit posted it on so many people's Facebooks. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> I imagine you're such a bully to some people. I mean, they, <laughs> I'm sure they deserve it. I'm positive they deserve it. But I just feel like you are keeping people up at night.
0: Oh, fuck yes. So there's a TikTok <laughs> and this old lady, it's she's not an old lady, it's somebody's mama sitting on her chair and the daughter walks around in the corner and she's like, uh, this is my mom's daily routine. Mom, what are you doing? And she like looks up from her phone and she goes, I'm cyberbullying the mayor. And I was like... <laughs> me
1: <laughs> that's my spirit animal <laughs> me yeah. oh my god that's amazing
0: definitely so republicans don't have they didn't update their platform from 2016 they're running on the same platform which if you look at it they've got some crazy shit about gay stuff in there they've got it's just actually a nightmare so love that um they <laughs> literally it. aren't running on anything on anything at all, it is strictly fear, it is strictly division, it is strictly yeah. Trump, and it is strictly terrible. So, yes. shots. Um,
1: I'm biting my na- I need to like watch the audio because I'm biting my nails as you're telling me this <laughs> out of anxiety, out of pure anxiety. Because like I'm, just, I'm like, just like, yep, sorry, yeah, yep, yep. No, no, we need there. to hear it. No, no, we need to hear it. It does not matter if it feels good or not. We have to know. If you put your head in the sand, then you are part of the problem.
0: No. you got to... Exactly. And it's like, when it comes to politics, something that I think is going to happen in the next however many years, it's... it's, White privilege is an idea that's hard for people to comprehend for some reason. But if you literally don't have to pay attention to politics because you're protected and safe and it doesn't Mm -hmm. affect you, then you don't deserve to vote. Because this affects people and you have to plug in like you have to pay attention and it takes an empathetic and compassionate and driven heart to do it. But don't we all strive for that? Like, that's no, not it, doesn't. For the it doesn't. It doesn't even
1: take that much. If you don't even want to play, if you're not even passionate about it, do it anyway. Because you have an obligation as a citizen of this United States and the people that brought you here, the ancestors that brought you here, brought you here for a reason. You owe it to them, if nothing else. So yes, it takes a passionate person to do it right and do it well. But even if you are not that person, you vote anyway because you're – because I fucking told you to.
0: <laughs> right. Like, you're going to have to figure out a way to make this – at least some part of this passionate for you. You have to – like, you're yeah, going to have to figure out a way. a way to pay the fuck attention because obviously it's – Good
1: point, Kendall.
0: So important. So how do you run against something that doesn't even have a platform? I don't even know. But here the fuck we are. And listen, we are one week away. And – when you're listening to this just a couple days away so if you're the praying type pray if you're the thinking type think and if you haven't voted for the love of god vote take the
1: day off have a my tie before (laughs) and after treat yourself but go and do it
0: just go and do it we can do this i'm wondering now back up to the top you know, in the last four years, the big takeaway the is literally so much shit has happened every day. It's a new scandal, if not two, if not three. Right. It's hard to remember tax cuts and healthcare and immigration and kids in cages and police brutality and guns in schools. And all of it is just terribly overwhelming. And I obviously understand that. I want to tell you the story and like I'll make it quick, but.
1: No, please. I want to hear.
0: The day after the election in 2016, my boyfriend and I at the time were in the car and we were going to go get a smoothie to try to relax after a long, a very, very long night of lamenting. Smoothies is a start. It's not enough. (laughs) No joke. (laughs) Um, A long night of lamenting and weeping and heartbreak and about... Two minutes into the drive, I shit you not, I turn onto a street, and with nothing on my car at all, no political stickers, no nothing, this guy in truck speeds up next to us, honks, flips us off, and says, yeah, Trump, bitch. And it peels off, and away he goes. And I looked over to him and he to me, and it was not, like, surprise, but it was like, is this going to be the new normal? And the consensus was, yeah. Hmm. And like, has that if that's not on the first day, within hours. Wow. Of foreshadowing and like yep. telling of what exactly the American culture was going to become in the next four years. I'm thankful for the like the here's a oops I just knocked my microphone but like speeding wet red flag like hey this is gonna be just like this like you've seen it in the news and you've seen it far away but it's it's in your backyard girl like it's right yeah. here. Yeah. I am ready. I'm excited. I am eager to get this thing over with. Let's do it. Yeah. We're so goddamn close.
1: You know what? So, just a similar, not totally not like the same thing, but it just reminded me. So, um, uh, Greg, our daughter, and I went to uh the mall we do that like the mall meaning the capital like we go and walk around the shit over there (laughs) (laughs) the capital the lincoln memorial we just like to do that and we do that on like a weekend day or whatever we just like to walk around there's just so much beautiful stuff to see and like it's good exercise it gets her off her games and us out of the house and whatever anyway so greg has a mask Uh, Because, you know, obviously we're wearing masks as we get close to people or whatever. And it's all American flags. And listen, just if you know me, you know Greg. I mean, he's just the normal. He's just a normal version of me. I'm unhinged. He's normal. (laughs) I'm fire. He's water. (laughs) So he had the American flag. Like, it's all American flags. And I said to him, I don't know that you know that that Mm -hmm. means what it means right now. Because... We're walking around DC and it was actually the day that made national news when there was like a big, um, like Trump rally outside the white house, like yeah. a Trumpian rally outside the white house. So it was like a couple weeks ago. It was like two weeks ago or something anyway. Um, and so there were a bunch of people with flags, like just wandering around the lawn and stuff, like all up and down the, the national mall. And I said like, Greg, do you realize like what your mask looks like? Mm-hmm. And all it is is American flags.
0: When that yeah, yeah.
1: And and he was like, "Oh shit." Oh shit. Yeah. And so like, we were thinking about like turning it around to make like the white side the inside yeah. part, the outside part because we thought, "Oh my god, this means something different now. This this has its own filled meaning that it didn't have before." And I thought, "Whoa, that's heavy too." Like yeah. before it would have just been truly patriotic 9/11, like, you know, right. uh, one United States. But now if you put the symbol, not flags on your house and whatever, but if you put like America on yourself in some kind yeah. of other way, it's been a little bit appropriated, hasn't it?
0: Absolutely. It's, I think that's a great word, if not hijacked even, because I don't. I see people on, like, Facebook complaining. I see, like, Trump supporters being like, well, why don't Biden people ever have an American flag in their yard? You know, like, they're not patriots. We're the fucking patriots. And I'm like, well, no, it, it, because you've you've stolen it from us. Because you've stolen this symbol to – you've co-opted it into a symbol of it. racism and bigotry and hatred and meanness. And yeah. right now – You've changed like, the meaning, yeah we're going to take it back bitch like make no mistake like the second this is over i'm going to flip my american flag upside down it is upside down now so i'm going to i'm going to flip it back to right side up and then we're going to move on our merry way and be making some policy changes and you can whine about it and you can bitch and moan and that's fine but right now you you a really great point they have literally stolen it
1: mm-hmm.
0: and attached bullshit to yeah. it
1: and no and side should be able to do that. No, sh- no No side should be allowed to take something that's supposed to be the umbrella that unites all of us. Mm?
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah. Are you going to wow. text me on, on election night? I hope you will.
0: If I'm not black Let's... out. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to at
1: least be conscious until we start seeing, you know, 15 minutes out, 10 minutes out.
0: no promises. I don't know if I'll be conscious all day. I don't know.
1: I don't <laughs> even remember 2020. because like, I killed all those brain cells.
0: (laughs) It will be it'll be an interesting night, and guess what, Caitlin? We're just a couple days away from it now.
1: Uh, Drink a lot of water.
0: (laughs) Drink a yeah. Pucker up, buttercup. I uh, I don't really know how to end. Um, I think that might be a good way. Drink water. Drink water. And, Give your uh,
1: kidneys some kindness before you befall <laughs> them with all of the hate that you have. For, well, it's just tense. It's a cliffhanger, right? It's like a nail-biting cliffhanger, and we're not going to know. And to be honest, we're not going to know that night. We're not going to know. Like We're going to have answers. Depends. And then there's going to be a whole thing about fake news and fraud and then there's gonna have to be an investigation or whatever
0: right we have to deal with the proud boys we're gonna have to figure out what we're gonna do with if if biden
1: wins we're gonna have to prove i was telling greg this today i was like if the dems win best case scenario if the dems win in their case they will have to prove and Mm -hmm. back up again and again with verifiable data that this was an honest election like Because it's already been set up and f- and coddled and fed and grown into the beast that it is that you should be paranoid about your government and that it's corrupt and that it's going to, if it's not the results you want, then it must not be true. So right. they got their work cut out for them if they win, because they're going to have to prove it. And there's going to be a whole thing about not my president. That's not my president that we saw with Obama, but on steroids.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Not yeah. to
1: mention voter intimidation, people at the polls.
0: Yeah. Which, yeah, if if you know somebody or if, if you want to yourself. Buddy if, system. Good somebody idea. get out there and, and uh, just obviously don't intimidate idea. anybody. But just watch over folk and make sure that everything is okay
1: and everything Sit is fine. Sit there for an hour and just make sure, especially if you're Asc- like. or people. Yeah. Just yeah. making sure people can vote. Vote however they want, but make sure they can yeah. vote peacefully.
0: They can get in there and vote. Yeah. Yes.
1: Oh, my
0: God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, next week, we're going to be talking about Diwali. So come back. We're going to change the subject. We're going to have something. um, I don't know jack shit about Diwali.
1: Me neither. Um, So that's why we need to learn.
0: And this will be so much fun. I'm very eager to do that. I'm very eager. Thank God. I was just saying this to my friends the other day. Like after November, let's say 5th, like I might not talk about politics for like a whole fucking year. (laughs)
1: what's that like
0: (laughs) i don't even remember um you'll sleep better oh my god
1: you know you'll have your vitamins all of
0: access to affordable health care you name it (laughs) it's gonna be glorious it's like
1: heaven yeah
0: give us a shout out um We're on social media, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter. If you have an idea or a suggestion or a topic or concern, email us at amateurintellectuals at gmail.com. Our episodes come out every Sunday night at about 9 o'clock, depending on where you are, um, but available anywhere, anytime, obviously, on any app or listening service. Caitlin, do you have anything else?
1: I just wanted to thank you for this episode because... I'm one of those people that has a lot to learn and it's because I intentionally dodge if it's too much, like if it's too Mm -hmm. much information. And I have to say that you broke it down in a way that is palatable and easy and like just understandable in a world right now where the media and the uh, everyone everywhere (laughs) is uh, making agendas and making – so. It becomes overwhelming when you're just a person, which I think the majority of people are. And I think certainly our listeners are, are just trying to get the facts. We're just trying to see all sides and understand. And we look to one side and it's like roaring one thing. And then another side is roaring another thing. And it's like, I need I need information. I don't need all of this all of this emotion. And I think you did a really fantastic job about making us understand how this works and how we can watch the debate better and smarter. Uh, the debate, Jesus Christ, <laughs> the election. I knew what you meant. I knew what it you. It is mean. a debate, yeah. though, isn't it? It's no, a f- I'm, I'm it's a national debate. <laughs> no, you helped you helped us understand how to interpret this election better so that we can walk away as informed people. And remember, Kendall, the the foundation that you lay here and tell people about whether they're young, old voting, always never voted before you're laying this for the future. Like every time they vote in the future, hopefully they'll keep this information in their mind, not just now when it's hard, but in the future when things matter too. So this is really an important episode. So thank you for doing it.
0: Thank you. That's really, really kind. I appreciate it. I feel, I don't know how I feel about it yet. I feel, um, it's just confusing stuff. And it's a lot of, it's confusing for me even like it, it's, it's, it's a lot of information and it's a lot of angles and it's a lot of, and like, I don't even have it down pat. And like, I've got ideas that are stupid and I've got ideas that I've gotten from other people. And I've got some ideas that I think that other people need to hear like David Oxrod, but that's on me. <sighs> But <laughs> but I really appreciate it, and I hope that you you feel um, like you've learned something, and that um, if nothing else, if I, if I could highlight one point, just look into your local government wherever the fuck you are. Look into yeah. your local government and ask questions, and show up because I guarantee you they're getting away with something that you don't know that they are. Um, use that as a force, it, w- w- and get your friends involved. Like if you can, if if. The least among the seemingly this thing that goes by on, it goes on every day that we don't know anything about that nobody's interested in. That is where corruption starts. And then it goes all the way to the top. It is not the other way around. So Mm -hmm. if that's the only thing you learn, I would love for that to be the takeaway. Otherwise let's get fucked up. We've got two days. Let's party like it's 1999, even though it's so not a party. And (laughs)
1: Uh, It's a funeral party. It's a funeral (laughs) (laughs) luncheon.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Well, I think that... Well, thank you. And I think that that's it, so... You say it. Bye! Bye!